here. It's Sunday morning. You're listening to this Monday morning or Sunday at midnight PST, depending on how uh, pathetic your life is or how much of a fan you are of How Long Gone Podcast. Yeah. What's up? Oh, baby. It feels good. I, You know, Sunday driving over to Glendale, you're just dodging fat people walking their dogs, groups of dorks and spandex on bikes. Uh, it's it's. And then what happened when you got to Glendale? Uh, more of the same. Okay. Are you thinking you're immune to that here? No, I'm just saying like it sounded like you were describing your kind of more lower income neighborhood. You had to get through all of those hardships and then you finally made it to no, no, no. the motherland. When, when I came over here to the suburbs, it's the same thing, just with more Lexuses. That's the only that's the only difference really. More Lexi. Lexi. There's more Lexi here and less human feces that's which is a both of those what would you like what selling would you, points to you i Chris. would i'll take human feces over a, a, a reskinned toyota at a higher price personally but i i understand that some re-skinned people <laughs> toyota at a higher i like that you have <laughs> by the way how long on uh, with this unedited raw uncut of, of course is one of those episodes so buckle up it's about to be one of those motherfucking episodes. vroom vroom i pulled up in the in the e350 so chris said that his hatred for <laughs> lexus cars Mm-mm. just one of hundreds of different types of cars is is that that flame is burning hotter and more dubious murderous than his hatred of uh, stepping on human feces, looking at human feces. I've never seen. I've or never smelling human feces. I've never none of that stuff. Is, none of that stuff has ever happened to me. I don't walk. First of all, that's <laughs> I exercise and then I walk in New York so where the, the, the city val- is designed. The for. valet from the the valet from Sun Life smoothie. <laughs> You go, bloom, bloom, the door opens up, and he just carries you like a small baby into the front Actually, door. yesterday it was nice because the, the lead valet at the Grove was a bigger guy, so he could kind of really support me. You know, he. Which one was it? I befriended a, uh, a valet at the Grove. I'll say, I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get the guy canceled, but yeah. he was a predator. In what? A predator towards you? No, 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 no. I had to defend the life of a, of a female ally of mine. Uh. Is this an, is this a person I know or is this uh is, Oh you do you do know them. What oh what her name's Emily Oberg and she was accosted by a valet driver at the at the Grove the last time we went to Cheesecake. Was, was he smelling her used sporty and rich in the back? <laughs> Did he open her tennis bag and take a whiff? She's like, No, 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 no. Those don't look in there. Those clothes are all dirty, and he's like, Yes. Yeah. She's like cashmere doesn't actually smell bad. It doesn't retain. He's the like smell. you couldn't afford these clothes, and he's like, I'll pay more if they are, if they're well worn. Exactly. I I so what what so so we were doing our our bi monthly cheesecake check in. Side note: if you have seen the photo of the guy who has the cheesecake factory logo tattooed down his forearm, let you don't have to send me that image anymore. Please on stop. Twitter Jeez, or anything, guys. We've told you this a thousand times. Anything you send us, we've already seen. It goes without fail. Yeah, even if we haven't seen it, we've seen it. Yeah, it's either I haven't seen it or it's not funny. There's only two categories. Oof. I mean, it was cool to see a guy who has, or or actually, it could have been uh, anyone. Is it cool? <laughs> it's stupid is what it is. It's like, stupid. Getting a chain restaurant tattooed on your arm <laughs> to commemorate all your visits to said chain restaurant is literally, like the internet has ruined our brains. It's, it's, it's very polarized. It's like you're either... The most interesting person in the entire world, or you're just a guy who like did some train hopping and like 
you use no, your last dime. This to guy get drives a this nice guy, tattoo. No, this guy drives a Honda logo. Civic that makes too much noise when it rounds a corner. A hundred percent. Well, speaking of cars, we're back at the valet. I'm sorry, we're at the valet. The is Oberg in the G or Oberg's in the G wagon? Okay. This is a little bit of a nip in the air. Sure. Okay. And uh, <laughs> cool. I, was, I didn't ask about the weather, but thank you for that. Kind of puts me in a did place. a couple of laps around the train tracks just to. Of course. Cheesecake can get a little heavy. It'll kind of sit, and we mm-hmm. did have the Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it again: the Sunday cheesecake it's better than South Beverly Grill. But that's about where the we need to get into. We're going to get into that later. The plating, hold me back, hold me back. <laughs> Chris, I had to tackle him just now. Sorry for the noise. And sh- and we were like, oh, we parked over here in the parking lot, like the pores. And she's like, not me. Yeah, it, you don't it, valet at the Grove. So we walked her to the valet. Uh, never again will I not valet. By okay, the way. never there. But uh, but only also, a small twelve dollars surcharge. Bay Bay has the she's a. She has a Caruso power user, That's so, right. you know. Everything's she, free. She likes to flash the pinky ring medallion that unlocks every gate over there. I understand. She gets to use the bathroom. Of course, during COVID, the unprecedented times kind of put a little bit of a pin in that. Caruso wasn't so grateful for Unf- his power. No, standards. exactly. Unfortunately, the COVID-19 pandemic was a... a mm. It put a damper on all of our loyalty programs. If you think about it. It did. I mean, I have a... Don't worry. We're going to get to the sexual harassment. I have a, a, a gift card from Epicurious Gourmet. Yeah. Local North Hollywood yeah. uh, destination for... I can't wait for you to come back with $200 in cultured butter and different flavors to really step <laughs> up your game in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I got some German cacao. It's it's mm. not cheap. But there's a... I got a gift, gift certificate... Mm-hmm. And it's uh, like I feel bad to use it because when when the COVID started, it was like everyone go to your favorite restaurant, local neighborhood, small business, and buy a hundred dollar gift card and just yeah sit on. We need it. to support sit these. on it like my sweet green stock. If I were not able to, uh, <laughs> if you were able to purchase it like a to. brain having person, yeah, no, of course. Well, you have to tip your barista a hundred dollars on every latte. You have to buy gift cards for all your favorite restaurants so that the Coke using tattooed server can, you know, continue buying Coke. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause this, this Jack Daniels isn't cheap. Jason. <laughs> well, the, what I'm wondering is, you know, they, they said sit on the, the gift how card, long, like, how long like a bond. You know, like, yeah. I don't, I I will not I will see I, I will see my death. I will see my last breath leave my body well before it is time to be able to use that no, gift card. Look, I is it possible that maybe much like the 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 popular cryptocurrencies it's increased in value or do gift cards just kind of stay where they're at? <laughs> well, gift cards they do stay where they're at usually. Is this a DAO? Unless <laughs> Well, I mean, it depends on if you got a, a gift card or a gift certificate from a local business that kind of implemented the rules and restrictions into the blockchain, which is an unbreakable chain that exists in the metaverse. Unbreakable chain is one of my favorite seven inches, and I'm glad that you brought that up. <laughs> I but but this is I just have a piece of paper. So your Epicurious paper it hasn't gone up to one hundred five seventy three or anything. It's just it's still a flat hundred. It's still a flat fifty. Um, Who gave you this? It was it was part of a larger bouquet of gift cards, Chris. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So somebody really wanted to support local. Shout businesses. out to my man Andy Nauman, friend of the show. He got a. Oh, like, that that's right. There was this was a myriad of gifts. That's very nice. He of him. stayed at yeah. We got a Epicurious. Also, we got a for, other. for a New Yorker to even know to go to Epicurious to get the gift card is that's the gift in itself. Wonder, wonder who taught him that. Oh, I don't is know. there anyone? Is there the a, is there a food influencer in this room? He he did give us a cookbook gift card as well. 
Please believe that thing didn't even go into the wallet. It was just straight. You know, I had, we were over at, at uh, Lauren Sherman and Dan Frommer's house, and they had some delicious potato chips on the table before dinner. Mm-hmm. I was like, are these Jose Andres chips? They're like, they are. They're from Cookbook. Were they, they were taken out of the bag? Yes. Were they in a Heath Ceramics bowl? Yes. Okay. What flavor? Plain. Before dinner, chips have to be plain. Okay. Maybe a, maybe it would have just a little a, a kiss of herbs de Provence. Oh well, that's fine. Of course, okay. I'm, I'm, I would, Nothing further. But than I just that. love. I just we're love, not going to do black truffle pepperoni salami flavor. I just love that you can only buy Jose Andres potato chips at Cookbook. <laughs> and how much more do they no, cost in regular chips? Every, Probably not that much. No, it's like a dollar more. They're delicious. You get three chips in a bag. But every city a lot in, of the air in the world has that no, one no, I know, store I know, I know. that has that bag of Jose Andres motherfucking chips from 2014. So I, so as a gentleman, I say, Oberg, I'll walk you to your valet. Yeah, we're at the Grove. It's a great outdoor mall, but there has so been is, a wait, string of sexual, robberies. Is, is there. the sexual harassment when you put your arm around Oberg, walking to the valet, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" We're just friends, <laughs> and I'd like us to stay that way. You're not really my type. You're poor. <laughs> there is that. That did come into play, but I was not the one on the on, on the, the offense. I was not on the. You're on not the Pat offense. Mahomes in this situation. I guess that's a football player. <laughs> I don't do straight stuff. So do the key, do the handoff, do the hug bye-bye. And then the guy, the, the older gentleman at the valet, he, he, he would not stop talking to her and just like trying to pick her up. But he, he was like a grandfather. Like he, he worked at the valet or he was a customer? No, no. He, he, was, a, he, was, a, he was wearing a vest with he was a name tag on it. Like he was a valet there. He, you could tell he'd been working there forever. And he was talking, and he's like, "Oh, beautiful girl in a G wagon." That's I'm isn't gonna, that I'm every third customer? You would think, but you know, maybe he saw something in in her that he. We really, all we all do. Absolutely, but he he wouldn't stop talking to her. Followed her to her car, she wouldn't let her shut the door. Was still trying to talk to her, and I I had to go in and physically like be like, oh, "Okay, time to go." I had to like put my arm and like you tap had to his big shoulder. dog this valet. Well, it was it wasn't like in uh this is getting weird. You're vibe. a pro. You it was to... it was like an older guy, and it was clearly like kind of harmless. He didn't, he didn't think he was actually gonna beat, but he just no, wanted no, the no, combo no. to continue. He probably used to really get a lot of stank on his hanglow back in you know sixty eight seventy. He might have he might have blasted Chris Jenner in the fucking restroom at the at the Caruso property. It's not out of the question. I fuck Chris, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked Chris at the Bloomingdale's oh, hosiery Chris, department. Oh, Chris, the mom. Yes, yeah, I beat. <laughs> well, I like that you did every voice, every yeah. accent. Well, because you don't know who it is. You don't know. I don't know what this guy's accent is. I need to represent all of them. Oh, I I know what he He was leaning more on the Latinx folks and less of whatever the fuck Egyptian shit you did. Um, Shout out to all our Egyptian listeners. We're big in Cairo, much like the pyramids. You're more of a sphinx. So I had to. So you, so you I didn't say, big dog him. I didn't puff my chest out and be like. Well, that wouldn't have worked as much because he'd be like, "Damn, is there a pigeon out here somewhere?" <laughs> Rick, Rick said, "I'm starting to get some chasms in the armpit." Rick will say his words, not mine. Rick will say whatever he's got to say to keep taking our money, and I'll give it to him because it works. Yeah, I walk in. I'm like that Chris on the po- Chris. That's his name, Chris. You do the podcast with. It's getting so fat and stupid, and you're so. <laughs> are you? I mean, have you? I mean. I don't know. You must have put on 10, 15 pounds of pure muscle mass, Jason. And you go and sit down. 
oh, Jason, he's so fat and stinky and stupid. <laughs> so weak. You're so stronger. <laughs> so stronger. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I'm like, he only tipped me 20 last time. I hope you do better. Exactly. I, I, I welcome the competition personally, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you're there to protect Oberg from this, uh, menace. Yeah, the, man. But, you know, the valet yesterday was bumping in a way that there was no time to even sexually harass me. So I, I thank in and God. Out. In and out. Thank God for that. And you know what? We didn't walk. You didn't ter- even have time to browse the Il Steva boutique? No, we didn't even, we, oh. did, we didn't even, but bro, by the way, I forgot because you mentioned the new Apple store. My God. The new Apple store where? at the Grove. It's insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really crazy. Like, it's, it's beautiful. Like I was it like, I need to buy. Been. I need to buy. I need to buy a twenty five dollar brick. <laughs> I remember going in there when it first opened, and that glass staircase in the middle. Every pervert's dream. But the trees. I mean, it's like full size yeah, trees. Yeah, yeah. Like mm. I don't. I'm. It I'm, looks like a, an artist rendering of like what an Apple store in the future 100%. in like Oslo, yes. Norway will yes. look like. That's exactly what it looks like. It, it looks like an artist rendering of a European store twenty years from yeah. now. Yeah, but instead, it's like this is across the the train tracks from a cheesecake factory yeah. and like a Wetzel's pretzels. Hey, don't forget Lululemon. Okay, I'm Lulu Hive. We we did we checked out some of the other local establishments, but I I mean I I posted this on Twitter, but I went to Barnes and Noble, of course, um, just to get a little. <laughs> You know, a dash of nostalgia for my youth, where I was mags. shoplifting and reading and reading and shoplifting. And you picked up a little Joni on vinyl. So there was a full, you know, before you get to the magazines, there's a full display rack of this genre of magazine that I obviously, I know it's. We'll get into this, but I know it's been around, but it's taken over the the mm-hmm. grocery stores mm-hmm. as well as now the bookstores, where it's like these these magazines that are just featuring one subject. So I'm going to go left to right here. So it's going to be one subject like a full astrology. No, 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 no. One state capital. One person: Justin Bieber, Nick Jonas, Mariah Carey, Lady Gaga, Harry Styles, Stevie Nicks, the the Eagles, two the Eagles, Whitney Houston, Miley Cyrus, Notorious B.I.G., Lennon and McCartney, ABBA, John Bon Jovi, Johnny Cash, Jimmy Buffett. Who is buying Jimmy Buffett the magazine? But uh, it's just, it's just, and then I, so I post this, and I'm like, "This is the <laughs> darkest shit." And of course, people are like, "Well, this has actually been around since the early 2000s." Somebody was like, "I used to get the Olsen ones and clip out the, take the clippings and sell them on eBay." Oh, I'm like, oh, "Shit!" First of all, you need to keep that to yourself because that's oh. fucking loser behavior. And sec- I made seven dollars a year doing that. Second of all, it's like, yes, guys, I know this has existed, but it did not exist in the way where there was 40 copies. Before you could look at regular magazines at a bookstore, hey man, everyone's everyone's got to have an opinion about everything. Even a little a, l- a little photo that you took of a magazine rack, and it's that just, means that you're powerful. And it's it's depressing. But the Grove, on the other hand, is heaven on earth. Well, that magazine rack it, was, it got me thinking because I saw that photo. Yeah. And it is obviously a, a, a genre of magazines that you kind of see at a grocery store, and it's like yeah, every month there's a new magazine full of old Beatles photos. You yes. pay some guy. The Beatles are back. I don't know if you know. Yeah, I saw that thanks to Disney Plus. Yeah. Apple Plus. I don't fucking know. No, it's Disney, I think. Uh, But, you know, you pay somebody at 200 bucks. They get a bunch of photos of the Beatles on the internet. You know, you get them cleared or whatever, and then you sell well, of course, fifty thousand copies across the country. Yeah, no, you know, no, no. It, it's it's terrible. It's stupid. But I don't think you can call them magazines because it's sort of just like a it's like a biopic. It's a fan book. 
But these other people were like, this is how Condé Nast is staying in business producing these. I'm like... Condé makes those? I think... I don't know, but I'm like, you guys are all fucking dorks. They did the Diddy Like, you're thinking way too hard about this. It's just bad. Let's not try to... Like, there's no reason to justify... (laughs) Like, unless you own these and you're feeling personally attacked that you have the Elton John fan mag... Like, why do you? Why are you defending this? It's just, it's weird and bad. I think it's because we're all wound up. We're just wound up as fuck, and then every little thing is an opportunity to have a release. I mean, I'm, I'm the biggest. I'm obviously, I'm yeah, guiltier than most. Of course, of course, but that's not that's not your fault or anyone's fault. Everyone needs to. Take a big old deep breath and be like, "Is this something that I need to reply to with?" You know, I'm going to defend Condé Nast. You know, I'm going to defend a, a multinational conglomerate media company because they make like a Jonas Brothers magazine, and it's and it sells more than National Geographic or something. Thank God, like and it should. Nature is still boring. I don't no! care. I don't care how good the pictures of the frogs are. You know what I mean? Come on, bro. See that. Back in the seventies, eighties, National Geographic—that was a—that was a cool magazine. It's a—it's a legendary magazine with legendary photos. I never want to look at one, but it's a—it's legendary. I completely agree. Young TJ got to see some of his first yabos of his entire life thanks to National Geographic. Well, that's—I I didn't know. You're not going to see that in a Taylor Swift magazine at Walmart. We're never going to see Taylor Swift yabos. That's for sure. <laughs> that's damn. That's the damn. damn truth. Damn, that's a lot right there. <laughs> we don't have time to get into that, but. Uh, There's some websites where you can find some artist dramatizations of what they might look like, though, Chris. That is, yeah, that, like, are you talking about the green M&M or Taylor Swift? <laughs> no, you have to look a little bit deeper Because I did the see web. the green M&M's titties this week. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, there's there's an artist rendering of the titties. <laughs> there's yeah. probably a plenty. Yeah, it's really funny. What's that green M&M doing, though? I don't know. Slower? I mean, I think that whatever happened with that stuff and how stupid it was and the debate it caused... It really did, like that to me is something that is it, just completely funny and like it got intellectualized so fast in this way that I'm like, damn, it's really bad out here. Like this is just a co- corporation doing something dumb and it's only funny. There's no other way to look at it, you know. We I, all of the world needs to just go to Sea Ranch for a weekend. Well, unfortunately, Jason, the way that. Our bosses at Spotify are behaving. It's not we're not getting off the hook anytime soon. See, that's 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 the number one thing that everyone in our bubbled silo of the world yes. is focusing on, and it's you know it's yeah. a, it's a, an onion that's got a lot of layers to peel. Yeah, Ooh, just I, when you thought it was over. Yeah, I mean, yesterday I see the announcement from Stereo Gum that you know <laughs> Neil Young's auxiliary percussionist has his has removed his music from Spotify. So I just I saw one that said Phoenix TX is doing it. <laughs> I mean, it's just I mean, we've talked about it a lot, but it's not going away because people are so like but I, I sent you guys this story from it was from the Atlantic a while back and it, it very it, it feels very timely now, but about how like boycotting boycotts can't be a test of moral purity Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it's like it Mm -hmm. it, like what does this really mean and like all the people that are enraged about spotify and what's going on absolutely use amazon absolutely buy apple products absolutely shop at fucking zara and it's like we all just pick our battle we all just pick our battles and decide what's important to us right and you're using using a device to 
promote boycotting a product and you're using that very product as a way to promote boycotting that product yeah it's it's just like it's a perfect flywheel so you're gonna go so you're gonna go to apple music you're gonna go to amazon music like you're gonna (laughs) use title like okay dude like sure it's all the same you gotta pick the battles and you know it used to be very like a real spectrum and now it's kind of a cliff of like yeah. You you have to be full Luddite, like cassette deck, tapes, fully off the grid, no internet, flip phone at the very most, you know, TV, antenna, the three basic channels. Like you have to be f- so off the grid or else you're you're uh, you're just as guilty you're exactly. just as big to, of a to, cog on the wheel to as achieve else. to achieve premium wokeness you must live in the desert off the grid only listen to vinyl on on a you know high end yeah obviously you have to buy a thomas guide when you want to like figure out where you're gonna go and when you want to buy an airplane ticket you have to walk to a travel agent and sit at a desk <laughs> what happened to chris oh he died in the desert uh he was trekking to the travel agent to book a flight and he he didn't make it he couldn't <laughs> he was trying to drink one of his gallons but unfortunately had to boycott whole foods because it's bought by amazon and he didn't want to use the plastic so he did unfortunately die yeah he, i mean he did that, unfortunately die in the desert isn't it so cool that just the generation right before us would just like walk down the street to a travel agent so cool. with a with a purse full of crisp 20 dollar bills and like all right your flight to brussels is 498 dollars and 20 40 60 yeah so cool exactly now i have to you know close some apps so my phone runs a little faster and hit the delta application and then use my face to log in yeah now i I just booked uh a a trip to mexico city mexico city and jason continues to be part of the problem staying at um yeah yeah yeah. i'm spreading staying at uh, no no i'm not talking about spreading (laughs) staying at a uh hotel it's like a place you could stay the night and you're saying like a chamber room like you're able to that's right okay they have a shower and stuff for you is it shared though it's i don't know if it's shared or not the word next to it was communal i don't know what that means i thought you spoke espanol communal oh communal yeah you kind of have to roll they're one of my favorite interior design firms but also okay (laughs) i get to share it with some other compadres yeah yeah Mexico City communal showers is just white people from New York and L.A. with tattoos that are like, mole, mole, mole. (laughs) (laughs) How old is this mole? Where's the mother mole from? Did you have crickets on your taco? It's fucking crazy, dude. Dude, if I get drunk enough tonight, I'll I'll eat a cricket taco. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, bro. I'm sorry to hear this, but I'm excited that I'm excited that you're going on a little holiday because I know you're stressed out. You, you need a back rub from your main thing. You've been stressed out. No, I'm well. I can't. I can't de-stress from life any further than I did last weekend in Sea Ranch. That was the ultimate de-stressing. Well, maybe too much. So Mexico City, it's not going to be a de-stressing. I'm going to be. I'm going to be working. I'm gonna be. I'm just going to be Damn working right. and eating tostadas. That's that's pretty. So much So the it. food will be better. And the accommodations, no shots at your home, will be better. Um, yeah, just because there's room service and stuff. If it's that, I don't know if it's that kind of place. Four it's Seasons. Probably, oh, I thought it was a continental breakfast. I thought it was like a Hilton, <laughs> Hilton kind of. No, and I got a great discount at the Four Seasons thanks to a friend of the show. But uh, you know, I will have to sort of fake 
that I work at a company to get this rate. So I'm, I don't know how Are far... Are you saying that How Long Gone LLC is not a real company? Because let me tell you something. It's recognized by the Better Business Bureau as well as the, the uh, our friends at the IRS. After what <laughs> we said about Salesforce, some of the kind of bigger <laughs> bigger fish upstream... Are not fucking with you like that? Some uh, they, they pulled a few strings, so we're not able to kind of what move around What if we talked shit about Salesforce before. and then got a letter from like the Georgia state government saying we had been unincorporated? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I don't know what happened. Your paperwork, unfortunately, it was incorrect. But sir, we did this a year and a half ago. We found, yeah, thank and they're I, like, if you guys have a problems managing your your team or your <laughs> your payroll or anything, I do recommend using Salesforce recommend, as your CRM system. I recommend Salesforce as a CRM system. Well, I'm excited for you to go on your little trip, um, and I I want to go on a trip too. But nothing sounds appealing, really. Hmm. Nothing ever sounds appealing. That's you're, for sure. You're fucking telling me, Chief. I, the problem that I that I think I have noticed is maybe it's a male or female trait or some kind of you know depressed or happy trait. I don't know what the difference is, but like whenever the like the idea of a vacation is uh, sounds good in theory, like. I, at one point, I'm going to be laying on the beach drinking a drink out of a coconut, and mm-hmm. it's going to be hot and sunny and cool and perfect. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it's like, hey, here's the tickets, here's the hotels, then mm-hmm. it's like, now I have so much homework to do yeah. just to prepare to do this. I like, have to choose which bikinis I'm putting in the Louis Vuitton carry-all. I'm not talking about that. I have to decide espadrilles or Javianas or Birkenstocks. <laughs> it's, it, I agree, Jason. Our lives are hard. You have you have to. It's like either stay the same. Like we live in our home where all of our stuff is. Mm-hmm. Our cars, our clothes, mm-hmm. our food, our showers. Wow, multiple cars. The- Do you hear this guy speaking from yet again? His point. I was of talking privilege. about you and I. I and our listeners who are lucky enough to be privileged to be a car owner, or your you know all of your stuff is mm-hmm. here. You know where it is. You know exactly what it is. All the things you like are there. You don't have to get a babysitter. You don't have mm-hmm. to book a Uber. You don't have to do mm-hmm. any of this shit. We you have a have driver, to... Jason. Don't lie. You so, have to get a dog sitter. You have to get that. That's bro. But you I guess know. it is. It, that's yeah. So every time it's like, oh, we're going on vacation. Isn't it so? I cool? got a, a great deal at the Four Seasons, and we got a great Delta flights. We got upgraded because of our thingy. This is going to be a great trip. But then it's like. The dog sitter is going to cost more than the flights. My favorite part of our relationship is that <laughs> I literally am the perfect candidate to come take care of these dogs, and there's no way in hell I would ever do it. And there's no way in hell anyone would ever ask. I you got for the anything. time. I got the car to drive over here. We obviously have a trust between us where the keys are no big deal, but nobody asked me, and that's why I know I'm winning. Charlie Sheen voice. What are you gonna? Chris Black is not going to pick up dog shit. No, I'm not. I'm not. But I, I just think that there's. it makes me feel good that I can still be a good friend and not be considered for anything like that as a task. Yeah, because you're that one friend who has it perfectly figured out. There's a, Every group has the one friend who's like, whenever you need something, don't ask me. And <laughs> I everyone think, understands it. I, but the difference is that's oftentimes like, oh, that's annoying. Like, oh, you want to stay at my house? No. You want to ride from the airport? No. Do you want, you know, all the, you know, I'm moving. Can you help me come move? I'll get, we'll, we'll get pizza. We'll go to side pie. I'll get some, uh, Pliny the elders. We'll, and it'll, we'll like make it fun. And you're like, no. 
and but everyone's like, okay, so that guy's kind of selfish, kind of a dick. But you are like, you can't stay at my house. Booked you a hotel room. <laughs> Not going to walk your dogs. Got you a dog walker. That's true. Not whatever the problem is, you you. Not only do you throw money at the problem, you throw enough money, you know the right amount of money to throw at the problem to where you're like, okay, this is great. There's this no is- issue. There's no like resentment of like, uh, you know, he didn't help me move. But like you, you will, you will be like, yeah, I hired two movers on TaskRabbit. They'll be at your house to help that's, move your ugly dresser. That's how it's got to be done. That's how it's got to be done. Cause there's not an amount of Grateful Dead pizza that could satiate me at 39 years old to lift your bed frame. There's just no way. There's just no way. There's nothing more disrespectful than asking someone to help you move. I uh, Well, at a certain age. What's the yeah, age cutoff? It depends on how much money you have. Okay. It depends on how much money you depends have. Depends on where you went to school and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> help you move? What does that mean? I don't understand. I've never done that before. My dad always had these guys that would do that for us. Wait, we do that? They we were they had a too? big truck and they were hot. <laughs> so so it, it's been a little chilly lately, of course. And you, I don't know if you noticed, Chris, but I'm wearing heat tech Guys, on Jason, the top Jason and on lo- the bottom. Jason looks insane. Like I don't understand why you're dressed like this. You're wearing a, a short sleeve polo shirt with heat tech underneath and then shorts with heat tech leggings underneath. So, so I, I'm wearing black leggings and black arm armings under a polo shirt and some Arcturic shorts. I look like Julia Fox playing golf. <laughs> you wish you were that thick. No, I mean... Julia Fox playing golf Trump on a Trump course. Of course. Let's be honest. Of course, of course. But after the ass shots have been surgically removed. Oh, I understand. So the Brazilian butt lift is gone. All you have left is your hacky... It's fucking swing, and you're out there. My hacky swing, my my violin cello cutout back tats. You have the is the, and I when I d- bend down to pick the ball out of the out of the hole, you can see a little bit of that uh, that violin back <laughs> violin <laughs> tramp stamp that she has. Does she have a tattoo on her side? No, you know you know the two little inlay oh. marks that you see on a violin or a cello yeah, or something that, like that? Yeah, that's like the thing that hardcore chicks used to do with the bows on the back of the thighs. They still be doing that. That's the, that's the equivalent. That's like the Julia. If you got if you got the if you got the the stocking bow <laughs> tattoo on the back of the thighs or the two cello cutouts on the back of the lower back, you already know head game's going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> If she has that, it's like can't can't bring her home to Mama R.I.P. Donda. But what you can do is bring her to um, you know the Soho House downtown. <laughs> yeah, down DTLA Donda two in store soon. And I tell you what, <laughs> I can wait. <laughs> I'm all set. The uh, Kanye said, "Wait on it," and you said, "Gladly, no problem." You pulled out a chair, a good book. <laughs> you let me know when it's ready. More tea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be right here. You just keep me. But no rush, no rush. If no there's rush. a word for cozy that's more cozy yeah. than cozy, that's yeah. me, buddy. I'm I'm all set, Chief. Nah, I. I <laughs> God damn it. So, uh, yes, that is my look right now. Maybe, I mean, I, I feel kind of like, you know, it's a little blue manny. It's a little it's, it's, I'm not even, French mime. I'm not even mad at it. It's just like 74 degrees and beautiful outside. So it well, seems it, like yeah, overkill. Now. It is now. It, yeah, no, of course, when we get up at the crack of dawn, 
Mm-hmm. It's chilly outside. And yeah, it was like 46 this a.m. Yeah, no, you know, I'm running. You and I run cold. You, and that's we've talked about that a zillion times. That's haven't true. We? I would like to go over our our meal last night. Oh, we will. But okay. I, actually, that that Atlantic article you're talking about, I read it and yeah, I did see a lot of. There's a lot of good through lines. No, it's really interesting. Right it's now. really timely. The, the final line of of the piece said, "Don't boycott them. Replace them." Yeah. Which uh, you know, so don't boycott Spotify. Replace Spotify with what? Apple Music. <laughs> Don't boycott How Long Gone. Well, that, that's, that, that example doesn't work because Apple Music has been trying and failing to replace Spotify for... Of course. No, then it has, to be, it has to be Bandcamp, of course, my favorite. It's not gonna, Bandcamp Fridays, support your, support your local independent artists. I don't know if we're ever going to find a replacement for something like that. No, our country is built on giant corporations and mm-hmm. them having an absolute death grip over our lives and how we spend our money has there think- ever been a time where something like that has just straight up been replaced i don't know if that's ever happened in no, our time it's not going to happen it's crazy like it's not gonna happen there's no way spotify i mean maybe a little bit with some decentralized dow blah 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 no i mean people could chip happen. away at this stuff but mm-hmm. like it's too big to fail and it's also like they them it's it's like these artists that are leaving are are don't matter. That's what I said the other day. It's like this isn't no one cares about this. Like no one like sure, I like Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. How often am I listening to Joni Mitchell? Let me tell you something. As much as Drake's getting listened to, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Key Glock is getting listened to more than Joni Mitchell and Neil Young <laughs> combined. And Key Glock is like, what? <laughs> he don't give a fuck. He's not getting off Spotify. He doesn't even know what Spotify is. That's true. But the other thing about this... He just uploads his music to YouTube. The other thing with these guys is they're like, well, the labels control it. The labels are the problem, too. It's like, okay, well, yeah, let's go. Let's let's destroy (laughs) Sony while we're at it. Let's just... (laughs) Let's start with Spotify, and then we'll get Sony out of here, and it'll be... And then we'll be good to go. Okay, so for all of these conglomerates, your Amazons, your Spotify's, your... Your Airbnb, your Uber, all these things that are too big to fail, which is the one that you want... What what what? The, you have a target on their head. You want Uber. to take down Uber. Uber? Fuck Uber! I want to go back to cabs. Oh, okay. I I think that was a we had a better society when every guy that smells bad could buy a used Camry and mm-hmm. lock you in it and mm-hmm. fucking drive you somewhere. <laughs> like it's 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 when you think about I just I feel like <laughs> cab drivers. It was a different and obviously like when you go to London and the. The black cab drivers have to pass that test and have mm-hmm. the insane knowledge of the city. It's just such an impressive and beautiful thing, mm-hmm. and they make real money. It's like a career. Yeah, it it's was, like it, human. It was, it was a it was a job that had respect. And yeah, like, oh, my, you know, they like humanize it. And I would say even like a yellow cab in New York has that can have that feel still. But the, you tell me a time when you've gotten in a fucking lift and you felt like this, these guys don't know where they're going. They're looking at their map. They're fucking watching YouTube videos on their phone the whole time. It stinks. Okay, the problem there's the there's two call outs here. London and New York, those are the only those are like yeah, that's cities where cabs work sure. very well. No, that's true. That's true. Everywhere else in, in America other than New York City but the thing is, is fucked. But the thing is in cabs, LA so that's why. If you call an Uber in LA, it's taking fifteen minutes to get to you anyway. So it's not like it's more efficient than calling a, like calling four 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 and getting in a fucking cab and going. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like it's it just, is more efficient is the problem that's why it was an industry that so what that was was ready and willing to be disrupted yeah no and i understand that it worked for a while i think it has stopped working yeah i mean it would it would be great 
if that if if that went back to the way it was before and we had a trusted cab driver to take us everywhere but that's never going to happen bro no it'll never going to happen but you know what else is never going to happen spotify ain't going away apple music ain't going away mm-hmm. amazon ain't going away and they're just going to keep buying stuff and they're all evil but resistance is futile yeah i feel torn because i do like the spirit of uh you know revolution punk rock blah 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 but also it was a pretty big win for podcasting in general versus also torn because I'm a DJ slash podcaster. No, it's true. And it's I have, true. right when I kind of move away from the music world fully into the podcast world is when this happens. I don't want to say it's the gone effect, but the similarities and the timeline kind of adds up. I would agree. And I think you've probably picked the two worst careers of anyone I've ever met. And I'm sorry <laughs> that they keep coming for you like this, Jason, but luckily talent rises to the top and that's why since i'm so talented these careers picked me not not the other way around chris oh shit you ever think about that dumbass I piece piece of fucking shit all right let's talk about where we had dinner last night oh people like it when we talk about food i know i wish they didn't um but no we we did go to famed hillstone group restaurant south beverly grill Beautiful mm. Beverly Hills, California. First time we had ever been thank, there. Yeah, thank you to to the homie Jacob for getting our reservation at a normal time. Yeah, we didn't have to do the. We had the five forty five, and I had to hit the plug to get the seven fifteen. You know, what I'm which saying? was kind of odd because I I I saw the five forty five and and Bay was like, should we do that? And I was like, that's going to light Chris's I, I, eyes I, up. Honestly, if it wasn't like a Saturday night, I uh, like yeah, yeah, I would have. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, let's. I also when I'm going to a new place, I mean, new to me. I want to see what the scene's like. Mm. You know what I mean? So as I as I assumed, it was rich Armenian teenagers in Yeezys as well as <laughs> geriatric Jewish guys with their yeah. families. Yeah, that, that was definitely the vibe. It Great for me. Just, you know, 30% Jewish people days away from death who have been going there for the last 30 years. Yeah. Terrible servers. I mean, treating servers terribly yes. and all that stuff. There's, a, there's an old lady behind me who was trying to hand the server their her check while he was taking our order and she didn't she didn't think that that was wrong. Our whatsoever. server was great. He was great. The whole experience was pretty fucking good, I have to say. But uh, it made me pissed off to be like, oh, this all these shitty teens like hating everything, looking at their phones wearing essential sweatpants yeah. and easies just like, "Oh, I have to be here." And it's like it's a place that we are excited to go to. You know? Agreed. No, We're so it, jaded over there in Beverly Hills. Look, man, that's what happens. If you eat cake every day, you don't want cake anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, there, yeah. I, the 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 vibe is funny, but it's those places are just run well. It's fucking pro, man. You're not waiting on anything. The guy's funny and cool and fast. It's like you can be in and out of there in 45 minutes. You can stay for two hours, and the experience is good on both on, on both sides. They got the they got the game on. They got the game on. Yeah, it's it's nice to be <clears throat> in a place like that that's flowing, flowing I, well. And I just it, think and it has the vibe of like a Din Tai Fung or In and Out, where like wherever you go, at whatever time of the day, wherever in the world, it's going to be just like this. No, and I mean that's what obviously that's why the chain in, in theory works, but it's been done so poorly and and re- replicated so badly. That a lot we, of people can chain. Not yeah. many can chain perfectly exactly exactly just din tai fung you have to run it like a like a communist country is no, the problem din tai fung is fucking crazy to have that level of consistency no, din tai fung what's is the crazy. downside you know um, who else is consistent north korea 
great point. And I, I'm not saying we back them or anything, but they are consistent. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I don't. Yeah. They're shooting off more missiles than we are. Yeah, yeah they have a bigger missile repertoire. <laughs> and and I, you know, last night I would say that the veggie burger at South Beverly Grill Uh-oh. is one of the finer heat-seeking missiles. I thought you were going to go like. You know, the Scud missile. Remember the Scud missile? Oh, Scud. Big big Desert Storm vibe on the Scud. That thing was huge. And I would, I would describe the jumbo shrimp and the cocktail as, as Scud-like. Scud, Scud sounds that like... Was the an, first, that, was a, that was a knife and fork-sized jumbo Scud, shrimp. Scud, unfortunately, makes me think of an app where I'm going to get jerked off by a guy. Um, Scud. But, yes. yeah. that's like that's like... Oh, yeah. Because it's close to Scuzz. Uh, scuff. Scruff. Okay, there's Scruff. And then scud is what comes out of your urethra after you've scruffed. <laughs> oh, baby. Scudding. I'm going to scud. <laughs> but yeah, the, the shrimp cocktail was delicious. And the shrimp were truly jumbo. Because sometimes they're, they're misadvertised as jumbo. You're like, this shit ain't jumbo, but chief. It, it, it had me wondering, suspecting uh, you know, performance-enhancing drugs or a GMO-style mm-hmm. shrimp. You know, it was it was like the uh, like the trans weightlifter mm-hmm. used to be a woman. Now mm-hmm. it's a man, and it's it's putting up too much weight. No, that that jumbo shrimp was putting up two twenty five. No problem <laughs> on the peck deck. No problem two twenty five on the peck deck. That's no those shrimp were, but they tasted great. And the I would say that the cocktail sauce did have a nice kick to it, which I always look for. Mm-hmm. And you know, my jumbo had a little <clears throat> waste waste product aftertaste to it. I didn't get that really, honestly. That's you know it's like the it's like the shishito one in ten is going to oh have some I see but no I mean the, the food is good I mean it. I go to all the Hillstone Group restaurants of course for the handmade veggie burger that is made from vegetables and not uh, genetically engineered fake meat mm-hmm. and they do the best one shout out to Burger Lords shout, yeah yeah shout out to Burger Lords <laughs> those guys do a good one well too. Burger Lords you can't you know you it's actually fuck Burger Lords is probably better because you can get the nuggets mm-hmm. but they don't have the sexy atmosphere that's true you know and they don't have spinach artichoke dip no they don't <laughs> they have a they that new buffalo chicken shit though looks crazy <laughs> it does it does it looks crazy just as an aside the uh <clears throat> the the deviled eggs i did not like the deviled eggs that was the only thing i didn't like well, that's but your a, fault for ordering a nasty food i don't deviled know egg is one of my favorite disgusting. foods of all time disgusting. but I, I like a smooth kind of a palm puree style mm-hmm. and this one was mm-hmm. was chunky it was like uh mm-hmm. like oatmeal cookie batter before it goes in the oven it was, jesus christ that's it, disgusting and on the menu <clears throat> it said it was it was adorned with dings relish mm-hmm. is that a is that a known is that like a what's that pickle shit you like from boston the hardcore pickles grillos is that like a grillos thing no, i don't i think ding is just an employee oh from- cool Ding, but Ding's been back there for 25 years. He gets his own. I've never heard of a, a pickle relish brand called Ding's. And I was telling my life partner last night, it, it sounds like a racist word. It does sound It racist. sounds like a slur. Well, I was... I to was, our friends which in the friends? East. Oh, yeah, I agree. In North Korea. I was um I was taken aback by the... That's why I'm boycotting South Beverly Grill. Artichoke seasonality. And the artichoke is limited edition, which so in Atlanta Uh-oh. at Elmira, the, the, my, my favorite burrito place, <laughs> yeah. they would have a, a queso dip and yeah. they would call it seasonal. And I think it was just like 
we don't feel like doing this sometimes. So if you order it, we're just not going to have it for you. Which, Seasonal queso which is dip, very, which is very cool. And I don't eat queso dip because it's fucking disgusting. But yeah. it's but it's like a funny thing. And I feel like South Beverly Grill is on that wave with an, a seasonal artichoke. No artichoke. I mean, that's an actual vegetable that I understand. But if you go to if you go to if you go to, to if you go to Hillstone, I bet you they got artichokes year round. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, uh, you mean like Houston's? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's changed. There's no more Houston's. It's Hillstone. No. Yes. No, no, no. Yes, they've they've rebranded. Okay. Well, somebody should tell the Houston's in Pasadena that. No, I mean, I, are time. you sure it's not called? hillstone now i'm more sure than you are but i'm not 100 percent. okay interesting that's why we talk about this in the podcast i'm uh, gonna but- do google street view i'm gonna drive by there i'm gonna, you know as soon as we're done with this podcast <laughs> i'm gonna drag you by the ear and we're gonna boy we're gonna go there. look at this mm-hmm. just as i suspected no it was, a, it was a deli- but it was a delicious meal and a good experience it was it was they have goat cheese olives not blue cheese olives it's kind of interesting the problem with the blue cheese the, the blue cheese holds its shape when it's underwater, the goat start getting a little cloudying up the water. You know, it's a little more of a loose product to compared to a blue cheese. This is so disgusting. The co- like it's everything <laughs> about an olive stuffed with any sort of stinky cheese is disgusting. Olives are one of the worst. I, I have, I've, I couldn't be less. You're hating on olives now. Oh, I couldn't be less. You got a beautiful Spanish green olive. I'm not chewing on that shit and then spitting out a pit. Chris, a really good. I don't olive like pit bulls. So I don't like pit barbecue. I don't like pits for my olives. Let me tell you. Congrats to Rafael Nadal for winning the Australian one of our Open. greatest Spaniards in a five and a half hour grudge match. And he is a lover of olives and olive oil. You want to know why his skin looks like a fucking Kenny Rogers roasters? Because he's rich. Because he's putting all kinds <laughs> of expensive olive oils on his skin. I don't. I watch. So I. I. Didn't watch obviously because it's Australia. It was crazy time, but I saw that. So they did this five and a half hour match, which is fucking it brutal. It's like hot as fuck. You know they have to. They always they have cameras in the like the backstage basically, and they go in there after the match. And they always like to cool down, but because they're the, right. this level of athlete, they they don't just like sit down and have a Gatorade. They like he's on the so he does five and a half hours, wins the match, goes back there and spins on the exercise bike. Like keeping his body moving to cool it down so that to prevent injury. So he doesn't get the bends, as it were. Exactly, which is fucking insane. Holy Meanwhile, shit. Medvedev's ass is back there. He just puts his legs up on the wall like you. Uh-huh. He just scoots his butt up to the wall. He's like, I got to get this. I got to get the blood out of here. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah. Well, it, and you see who won. Winners. I'm sure winners Medvedev. I'm sure Medvedev fight. did a similar thing. I'm just. I'm like. Maybe that's something we should start doing, Chris. I mean, it's it's just. Although I consider myself to be an amateur athlete of sorts, mm-hmm. the time commitment to that is full time job. Is, is yeah, recovery is exceptional time wise. Let's talk about the Sunday over there. At, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Grill, Chris. You loved the Sunday, didn't you? Eh, it was it was served in a coffee cup. Was it? Yeah. I mean, it's your fault for ordering a Sunday. I think the thing there is key lime pie, correct? Yeah, but I don't know. I'm I'm not a key lime lover unless it's from Joe Stone Crab or Fat and Flour. I've been key lime pilled. I'm sure it's fine though. Um, there was a su- there was sushi there. Sushi was pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, I would rather go to a restaurant like that with you than go to some eater-rated trash. Yeah, where I probably would too. You know, it's just not it's not fun. I'm, but I'm I'm starting to feel bad about talking shit on restaurants and the service a little bit. Really, that's what you. That's literally the only thing I see you do. I know, I know, but it the problem isn't. 
me, the problem isn't the restaurants. It's not the critiquing. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's the bigger picture. It's the same thing as the Spotify versus Neil Young. They're using that to like have two people, two sides argue with each other while the whoever's pulling the strings up. He's getting rich. And this, it's the same thing. You know, it's like the reason why restaurants are are doing poorly is not their fault. It's not our fault. It's just the system is making the whole thing so difficult that it's so foolish to just open a restaurant. Well, yeah. It's so difficult to do it. It's it's sort of like, why are you guys doing this? It's so hard. And they're like, this is what I love. This is what I believe in. I read Anthony Bourdain books and sure. I'm going to be a restaurateur. It's my dream job to feed people and I can make money doing it. It's going to be great. And it's so, 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 so difficult. Yeah, but you don't make that's not my money. fucking problem. <laughs> Like it, it's. I mean, so is what we're doing, and people shit on us all the time too. That's just what the deal is, man. Yeah, but because, I just don't but like. No, this. I agree. But like, is it bad to critique it? No, or is I don't it like, like this. No, is it, do we need to critique? I don't it? like this attitude of like we have to be nice because it's hard. It's like that. That's not life. Is fucking hard. If you do something in a in a public way, then you're opening yourself up to critique, and that's just the deal. Like, right, that's right, just right. what the deal is. I don't. I don't care if it's your life's work. I don't care if you put all your savings into it. That's not my fucking problem. Like, yeah, I guess because you, you you talk to anyone, any chef, any restaurateur, any person. They hate it too. <laughs> they're just, the one thing every single person says like, hey, I'm thinking about opening a restaurant. What's one piece of advice you give me? And every single person says, don't do it. Yeah. Terrible idea. Not joking, not saying this to be cute and fun and have like a irreverent answer to your question. Don't do it. It's yeah, but so the, bad. But that's that's because you're going to lose eight hundred thousand. The beauty of restaurants and what I like about them is the barrier of entry is still high. Whereas with like music or yeah, podcasting, yeah, 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 yeah. it's you shit something out, you put it online, and people can tell you it's good or bad overnight. Restaurants, it does require a lot more, and the stakes are a lot higher, which is why I think critique is even more necessary. But it stakes. Ooh, I know. I did that. I really yeah, did yeah. That. So that's but that's why it's so much. It's so heartbreaking, and it's also so funny like we love like i don't it's bad that i get pleasure about driving down the street and seeing a a new restaurant that's being built and you see like oh they're spending you know these hundreds of thousands of dollars and they're redoing the plumbing in this building and the 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 air floors are uneven oh fuck they're just doing all this stuff and you see the guy you know over over time it gets more and more and you're like oh that looks ugly oh that's what they're gonna use that's the tile there oh they're painting it purple okay and it gets worse and worse and then you see like the name of the restaurant and it's like selfie cafe or like (laughs) about last night or like there's a hashtag in the name of the restaurant and you and you i get high knowing that someone is going to lose millions of dollars off of this like oh it's so fun to see failure on that more epic scale i don't i don't want to see anybody fail necessarily but i do of think of course not but i do think that like but why do i like it i just like restaurateurs like hating critics and like you know it's just like bro you should have done something else then mm-hmm. like i don't know what to tell you like that's like that's what you signed up for just make just barbecue in your backyard for your family yeah and that's it I mean, we went to John and Vinny's and the food is fucking delicious, but I had to listen to literally like <laughs> J. Cole. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm going to talk shit on that forever. That doesn't affect their bottom line. Those guys are rich. They're making mm-hmm. a fortune because the food is good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. It doesn't matter. We all have fun. Yeah. They like it. They I, like, I, I also like, it's your restaurant. You do what you want to do with it. It's my choice to come here or not. Yeah. 
Like I, you shouldn't change things because the because assholes like me are saying that they don't want to hear. Maybe fucking, they should. No, it's it's part of their bad brand is rap music <laughs> because the, but the if the food is good enough, the brand doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's true. Or you know, if 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 it ain't broke, don't fix it. We've yeah, been playing J. Cole I, like since this, the first day we opened, and I've been printing money. And I yeah, just bought this my works. And it's also funny. Like I, I want to complain about it. Like I think it's funny to complain about it. I do too. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter because I'm still like, damn, this is fucking good. And I also feel like it's like worth paying for. I don't feel like I'm getting ripped. Up. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I'm overpaying. At what point in your life or at your age will you go and then? Like put earplugs in very ceremonially so everyone sees you putting. I'm not far in. away from that. <laughs> I mean, uh, friend friend of the show Mike McCoy would go to a spin class and just have his. He's like, oh no, I just bring my. Own. I don't. Damn, that's good. But he's like, I put AirPods in and I just do my thing. I don't. That's not a great idea. Know, it's that's very... the one because I used to love doing a spin class. The music is so bad. But when you get bad music, I would walk out all the time, and it'd be such a bummer. It's like except I really to my king, except for Parker. Out. You know, Parker is Soho Soul Cycle. Oh, okay. The only the only one with the tunes. What is Parker playing? He plays like actual good shit that's current. Like he would mm-hmm. play like the new Charlie XCX, and then he would play the Killers oh, for yes. me because he is from Utah. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm a little biased on that, but uh-huh. you know, it's still it's cool. You know, it's good. He works for you. He works for me. Yeah, that's nice, man. but I I don't think that. I don't think that, but I will say the experience at a South Beverly Grill is probably better than most. Yeah. Oh, overall, overall, like the food is always good. Mm -hmm. What I get there is good. Like what I I go there to get this one thing and it's fucking good. But you seem to like the French dip. Great French dip. I don't like that. I spent, you know, $30 on a French dip, but still it was great French. Yeah. I'm fine with it. That's what matters, Jason. And you had a full bodied red. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. My bra- my body doesn't feel that great this morning, though. Well, that's because you, instead of working out, you stretched, which that might be an issue. I've, I've been going hard all week, bro. I, can't I got tell. my sled. Are you are you sledding today? No, 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 no. That's so crazy. that's the so you're telling me rolling around on the floor like a child is the extent of what you're doing today? No, I was. I already went for a walk. Okay, continue. And then I, need I was more. doing, and then I was just doing stretching. Mm-hmm. So when's the workout happening is what I'm asking. It's not happening today. That, oh, so that was the extent of the movement. I often take weekends off. Whole weekends? Well, usually one day. One day. But this week, you just had to take two. It was a stressful week. I went too, I just went too brazy this week with my new sled. That's why. So Jason so bought, Jason like bought a sled that looks like it's a dog toy. It's like a small sled. How big do you want a sled to be? Jason, a, a sled, when people talk about a sled in a gym, it's a sled they're pushing or pulling yeah. that is a large size and you stack heavy weights on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm only pulling it with like a rope or something, so it doesn't need to be, I don't, I'm, it's not an actual but device. But the sled literally looks like you would put, it looks like something Paris Hilton would put like a small dog on and drag <laughs> behind her. Okay, so because it's conveniently sized and I can move it, in and out of my car and into the park that's a that's a bad thing all it needs to, it's it's a piece of metal with a pole sticking no, out and I then understand. you put 45 plates on it or kettlebells or whatever you I, could stand on no, it no i just think it's no no i just like the you want it to be big i don't need it to be big cuz that doesn't make sense for obviously your portable lifestyle it doesn't make sense but it's but i just like that you buy <laughs> there's every time i come over here there's some new 
weird piece of fitness equipment that I've like sort of seen before, but you find a bad version of it on Amazon. And I'm just like, why does he buy this stuff? Like you go to Equinox. Why do you have all this stuff? They have the stuff. None of this is at Equinox. You know why, Jason? <laughs> because it doesn't need to be. That's the Look, whole point. If there was a, there's so many gyms that have the AstroTurf yeah, set Yeah, of course, up, of course. And you do a drag, no, it's a an, sled. It, it, but this sled it's is... not an Equinox. This sled is literally... I, I'm not exaggerating. It's like the size of a dinner plate. It's two by two. It's two by two. Okay, that... So when do we move <laughs> into the point where you bring that into Equinox and try to do your thing? Never. There's not there's not enough runway. Yeah. I go to the park because I'll I mean I'll I'll do mm. like a mile with it or whatever. Because you're at that I don't want to just go ten feet back at, when and you're forth. At, when you're at the park, you're basically a dog toy. <laughs> yeah. You're tossing yourself in a circle and the neighborhood <laughs> dogs ass in a circle. <laughs> and the neighborhood dogs are chasing you, nipping at your heels. The problem is that because I do have the Amazon Prime cheap kettlebells yeah the rubber on the outside is like a bright blue color mm. so the dog thinks that it's a ball an actual dog whistle it's just a round colorful yeah. thing that's being dragged around the grass so little dogs will chase me around now i have my noise canceling airpods on i'm listening to like a smart podcast about like biohacking and then i'll be like the way that scares you, the shit out of me the, these dogs the way that you operate <laughs> is baffling in a way that Look, i don't for, know if, for my specific knee injury no, that I, i'm recovering I, i'm happy for you dragging a sled of 100 pounds worth of, of weight but walking backwards ha, is is doing a great job no, of I'm, rehabilitating i'm it. glad it i'm glad silly but it's working i'm glad that you're getting silly with it and it's and it's <laughs> and it's working for you i'm happy for you I just really... I'm also playing lots of tennis. My favorite thing about... I feel like you're basically buying stuff you get Instagram ads for, and that's what... Oh, no, no, no. I get an Instagram ad for it, and then I spend eight hours finding one that's $8 cheaper. <laughs> made by a company called like Rage Fitness or something. You're like, oh, this isn't even on Prime, but it's cheaper, so I'll, I'll wait two it weeks. It comes wrapped in like Subway paper, <laughs> the sandwich, not the... Not the I saw system. a woman, bro. I saw a fucking woman walking her dog yesterday <laughs> with a coffee from Subway. <laughs> Damn, bro! Like a Starbucks style cup from Subway, and I was like, "What happened to you? Like, Yo, I, I who saw, hurt you? <laughs> like that's fucked up." Of all the coffee that you can get, like that, McDonald's is better than that. Oh, McDonald's is great. I mean, Arco gas station got better than that. Lastly, like, I saw a Subway commercial featuring uh, Serena Williams, another tennis player. They're talking about how they got new bread at Subway, and they do a boom, smash cut, Nancy Silverton is in the Subway commercial, and Serena Williams is like, Nancy, you just made some bomb-ass new, like, so we're, we're meant to believe that Nancy Silverton is now making the bread at Subway. That's, I mean, look, Nancy deserves a check. <laughs> like, fuck it. Like, you're old, cash the fuck out. You're cool. She, wear, she wears expensive clothes, Nancy. She's got to afford that. Those CDG bags, no, that- they're not cheap. The this season, Marnie, you can't get that for the low. Who that? You know. But I'm like, damn. Subway bread was already perfect. The smell is intoxicating. That's that why. That's why she took the job. She's like, yeah, okay, I'll be the creative director of bread at Subway. <laughs> <laughs> damn, the creative director of bread. Dollar signs though. All right, Chris. How long gone? Another great episode in the can. Thank you guys for listening. We have some great episodes coming up. Hopefully, there are going to be celebrities on here soon. Uh, we'll see. I'm good. I prefer I prefer middle league writers. But let's, we'll talk about it. Uh, all right. How long gone, baby? We love you. Talk to you soon. Bye.